Zola is a 2020, but theatrically released in 2021 drama movie about two strippers on a wild road trip from Michigan to Florida, as if those two places don't have bad enough reputation. of Which Way to the Exit, where today we are taking a look at Zola, directed by Janixa Bravo, and starring Taylor Page, Riley Kiao, and Nicholas Braun. Now, this movie actually had its world premiere at the Sundance Film Festival and apparently had been doing a bit of the festival circuit, so it was then released a whole year and a half later theatrically by A24 Studios, which is one of my favorite studios. A24 production company is known for putting out fantastic movies like Ex Machina, Room, The Witch, Spring Breakers, and of course 2019's The Lighthouse, which actually was nominated for Best Cinematography. The story of Zola actually is based on a viral Twitter thread that was posted by Zola King, and it resulted in a couple of articles that actually were written in Rolling Stone. The plot of the movie follows, of course, Zola, who is a waitress and a part-time stripper in Detroit. She's waitressing at a Hooters where she meets this person named Stephanie, who is a very outgoing and also very vulgar stripper. Zola serves her and a gentleman who is in the restaurant, and Stephanie approaches Zola and asks her if she is a stripper indeed because she fits the stripper profile. Zola, of course, says, yes, I do it part-time. They form a bit of a friendship in a very fast one-hour type period. And before you know it, Zola is on her way to Florida to make some quick money at some Florida strip clubs. Instead of it just being an all-girls road trip, though, Stephanie introduces her mysterious roommate, who doesn't have a name for a while in the movie, and also her boyfriend Derek on the road trip. So Zola, in a sense, is kind of on her own while Stephanie brings her world in. But everything's going great. They're having a fantastic road trip. Everyone's having fun. It's starting to turn out to be a wild time where they are forging a great friendship with each other. And when they get to Tampa, things seem to take a turn for the worse, at least in Zola's eyes. They arrive at a really disgusting motel in a bad part of town, and they are quickly whisked away to this strip club, which has about three people in it. And Zola is starting to feel like something is a bit wrong here, and her intuition is right. They don't make a whole lot of money at the strip club and a few pictures get snapped of her by Stephanie insisting that it's just a girl's thing and we're having a lot of fun and let's document it. But before she knows it, her pictures get posted on a sex trafficking website where men go to solicit prostitution. The story really picks up from there and continues on in a blistering pace of Zola in a situation that she did not intend to be in. Some of the performances in this movie are outstanding. I have to say, not only was Zola quite good, but she's the straight person in this one. Her performance was good, it was average, but a real show-stealing performance was by Riley Kiao, who played Stephanie. Riley's been in a couple movies before, like American Honey, but I've actually never seen her, or at least never memorably seen her in a movie. 
I was really blown away with the performance that she gave playing this really vulgar, rough around the edges, lying, conniving white stripper from the suburbs who's coming into the city and performing at the strip clubs. There was also a couple really bad casting choices, I think, in this movie, and that's really the one knock I have to say about it. The casting choice of Derek, who is Stephanie's boyfriend, who they're trying to portray as this naive and stupid person who's just coming along for the ride and being hoodwinked by his girlfriend. Not only is the casting choice really bad, but the direction that he was given on how to play this was really bad. They told him to crank the stupidity up to level 11, and it almost made his character completely unbelievable. He played such a dolt. It was like, oh, come on, no one's that stupid. So I just really think they overdid it on that one. The other main character that I think was a bad casting choice was Nasir Rahim, who plays this fourth guy who is, in essence, the pimp, the person who has helped orchestrate this whole thing. And his character is supposed to be a real badass, a real tough guy who strikes fear in all these people. The only problem is he didn't strike fear in me. He didn't convey the whole image of having this fearful, commanding presence. Sure, he was really giving it his all, and I have to say, you know, the guy who was playing him uh, really was giving it a, an A for effort, but it just wasn't a very scary character. Not scary in the way that Marcellus Wallace was in Pulp Fiction, and he's trying to take on that same persona, but yet it wasn't quite the same. That being said, there is a lot about this movie to like. Several times throughout this movie, I was laughing really hard out loud, and I could hear the other people in the theaters laughing really hard and really loud. There is one particular scene where numerous men are knocking on the door and coming in to solicit prostitution, and it is one of the funniest, smartest directed scenes I think I've seen in many years in independent cinema. The pacing of the movie is also spot on. I love how quick this movie moves. They don't waste any scenes. Every scene has a pivotal reason for being in the movie. They do a really great job of keeping you hooked and keeping you engaged. It's also a very short movie. It comes in just around an hour and a half and it goes by very quickly. This movie has a lot to say about modern sex trafficking and how it is right in front of our noses and sometimes we don't even know it. There's scenes that are at major places in Tampa, major hotels, and this is going on right in front of everybody's eyes. And it reminded me of a recent story out of California where girls were being solicited for modeling jobs, and when they went to the modeling jobs, they found out that it was actually a pornography shoot. And when these girls got to the pornography shoot, the guys who had actually orchestrated this whole plan then put tremendous amounts of pressure on them, tried to financially stop them from getting home, and ended up kind of forcing them into sex that they didn't want to participate in. And at the end of the day, uh, these girls pressed the lawsuit and all these people are in jail now, but it was happening right under everybody's noses. It was a well-established pornography website. It was in prestigious hotels in the Los Angeles area, and no one really knew that this was going on. And that's part of what Zola is trying to say that this type of thing is actually happening in America. But they did it with such style, and I love the way A24 dares to be different in the cinema world. If you've actually seen a lot of their other movies, I don't really need to explain how A24 always seems to tell stories in a bit of a different way. 
And they do it in an unconventional cinematic way. I absolutely love what they do. This is in the category of great movies. I'm giving Zola a B plus.